The Feminine Integral, an exploration about integral theory and practice. What is the feminine perspective? Where can we bring in more feminine energy into what was born as theory? Raquel Torrent and Heidi Hernlein both engaged in the integral community for many years. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our new hangout on air about interiority. The upper left quadrant in integral theory and the feminine in it. We have done already three or four uh, episodes, and in the last episode, I did some process, some guided process about the upper left quadrant as it is outlined by Ken Wilber. If you don't know him yet, you really need to listen, no, to read his books. <laughs> it's a wonderful um, thing to, to open your mind. So today I'm here again with Raquel Torrent from Spain, and today she will lead you into a process of the upper left quadrant. We will uh, talk about the other quadrants of reality in future episodes, but today just this new exercise guided by Raquel and afterwards we would like to talk to you a little bit about the first European Integral Conference where we both attended last week in Budapest. It was such a great thing and we would like to tell you a little bit about that. So first, hello Raquel and would you like to talk about your exercise? Sure. Uh, hello, Heidi. Uh, it's been wonderful, wonderful. Well, first of all, to share with you these episodes uh, that we are talking about the feminine. We started with this idea of the feminine, uh, and then we, we put it to, to really like give it a container. Then we started to really talk about the feminine in four quadrants and uh, how could we uh, address this wonderful topic. So I love to share with you these uh, episodes, like you call them. I love that you call them episodes. <laughs> it's a beautiful word, by the way. Thank you. It's very, very nice. And also to share, to have shared with you the conference has been also very, very nice to see you in the flesh again, huh? because we met in Berlin. And then we have met in Hungary again. So it's been wonderful to see you in two, these two European um, cities. So, yes, thank you very much for introducing me now for the upper left quadrant and doing the exercise like the beautiful one you did last time. Uh, I am going to propose now a, a, another exercise precisely like um, it's an exercise that I do uh, regarding this upper left quadrant inside of my positioning model. Uh, it's uh, and is precisely a consciousness on how do we position ourselves and how can we recognize and give conscious to this uh, attitude that we can hold and how do we behave in the exterior of our interior, which is part of what, remember, Ken Wilber calls the zones. Huh? 
because it's not the same the exterior uh, than the external. Uh, it's two different things, external or exterior. And this is very interesting because the behavior that we can have in the upper left quadrant is how do we to ourselves tell us the things and how do we behave with our own selves. So it's in the upper left quadrant, but which is the interior quadrant, the individual, and also the one which is inside of us. Uh, therefore, for, I say this for the people that doesn't know what the upper left quadrant is, right? So um, then also we can, once we have had this attitude, we have recognized this attitude, which will be like the interior of the inside, okay? So then it will be uh, good to then recognize how is the exterior of the inside. We are still like with that. Yeah, can you give an, an, an example with what you mean? Because these are a little bit theoretical concepts, and we, as trying to put out a feminine way of approaching things, we would like to put some life into the words. Could you give an example what the interior or the you said the exterior or outside of the interior could you could you could you sure sure. sure sure Heidi and thank you for bringing it up to life because it's true we are talking about the feminine and if we maintain ourselves in the conceptual uh, side then we are going more in the mental level which is more masculine and we are here talking about the feminine so thank you for bringing me up <laughs> to this consciousness and therefore yes the example would be like um, imagine that I am thinking the, the, in the in upper left quadrant that's the uh, interior quadrant then the inside of this interior quadrant will be a thought maybe imagine that I am thinking um, I should go and talk to my sister and tell her that I am sorry for what happened yesterday. Imagine this is a thought, for example, that comes into my mind. That will be the interior, the, the, excuse me, the inside of my interior quadrant of reality. Mm -hmm. So it's a thought, a thought that comes into my mind. Let me tell you uh, to the listeners, it's not only the thoughts in, in the interior. There's also no, the feeling. No, no, no. I'm just putting an example. I'm just putting an example because in the interior, it's only not the thought, but a belief, for example. Uh, 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 something that I have like um, in, in an emotion, okay, that nobody else can feel like me. Uh, because that's why it's my interior. Uh. But then the emotion can also have this um, experience of the exterior of the interior, okay, of the um, inside, then is the exterior. And then, like, following the example I have put, imagine that in the inside of my interior, I am thinking this, but in the exterior of my inside, which will be the, the upper zone, the upper left zone, 
uh, because we call it zone when we have this differentiation of interior and exterior of the inside. So in the example, the exterior of the inside will be, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, I am, I am, I'm not going to do this because she has done this and I am, you know, I, I am feeling very bad. I am feeling horrible. You see, all of a sudden I start to evaluate and assess whatever I was thinking, see, and recognizing that my feeling is not sufficiently good to follow my thought. <laughs> see what I mean? So that will be like the exterior of my inside because I will be like looking at myself from the outside. Yeah, could we also maybe say that the interior of the interior is what we really experience in the first person and the exterior of the interior would be what we think about it or how we interpret it or how we, yeah, how yes, we experience it. We could say that, but be be aware of when we talk about it, don't say the exterior of the exterior, let's call it the inside of the interior, or, you know, the um, outside of the exterior, of the interior, okay? Okay. So inside and outside, uh, okay, so, so that we differentiate that it, we're talking about zones uh, and not just quadrants. That's the differentiation that uh, Ken Wilber puts uh, when he does his uh, methodology, uh, pluralism, uh, integral methodology, pluralism. So anyway, uh, I hope it's clear with these uh, two examples that, like you say, it's the interpretation, uh, or like I said, imagine the judgment, then, because I am looking at myself from the outside, to my thought, and then I am kind of acting onto my thought, but still is inside of me. Like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. I, I evaluate what I have thought. So that will be the exterior of my inside. Alrighty? So let's go then to make the practicality of this upper left quadrant with this exercise that I propose today and that it comes from, like I said, my model positioning to recognize in which position we are going to be inside of us, okay? But all the time with this consciousness of being in just one quadrant of reality that in this case is inside of us. It's in our thought, in our mind, and recognizing our own mental positions, energetic positions, okay? We could say spiritual positions as well, okay? And a position is, like we said, what is the attitude which will be there in, inside of the, um, um, of the inner quadrant and then the behavior of this inner quadrant which will be the exterior, okay? Uh, of the same quadrant. So let's go to do this exercise. So first of all, we close our eyes. 
and with the eyes closed, we start focusing on the belly and how are we breathing. Try to go to your belly to recognize how your abdomen is stretching out when you inhale and going in when you exhale. Moment to moment, recognize how your abdomen is moving out, inhale, in, exhale. Put all your attention in this movement of your abdomen like if there wouldn't be any other thing to do right now. Be conscious then of this position of being attentive to what it gives you life your breath. Be more and more conscious how your breath is intimately aligned, connected, integrated with life. And now, in your imagination, take a step back, like if you were going to see the back of your head from behind. So get inside of you this position of behind, back, Go back. Inhale this behind position like if you were looking the top of your head from behind, your hair from behind, your shoulders and the chair you are sitting up from behind. Feel the energy of this position. Breathe position. And now you take two steps 
the first passing through the place where you're sitting now and the second one forward in front of you looking forward in front of you the position of being in front of you like if your regard is going not only one meter but two meters three meters away from your physical position then you position yourself forward inhale and exhale the position in front of you forward feel the energy of this forward position and from here let's go upwards like if you were looking at the sky above you get this conscious position of being on top of your head upwards feel this subtle energy of the upper position Now you are like floating on top of your head. Remain for a moment in this consciousness of being up and breathe this floating sensation of being upwards and from there Let's go within, inside of you, to your inner home, to that place which is always in peace. Go in. Breathe this inner position inside of you whether your home is in your forehead, in your heart, in your abdomen. Find 
your most comfortable rest inside. And breathe this inner position. Be conscious of being inside. Feel the different flavor regarding the other positions. Not better, not worst, very different. And from there, we go back again to this position behind us. Go to this position where you are looking at the back of your head and recognize that there is your past. And you are going to imagine how your past, whether it's positive or negative, whatever the polarity is, just get it like if you are putting it all together. And you are going to create behind you a big box, a big present box. Like if it will be one meter high, one meter wide. And you're going to put all your paths inside of this box, like a present. And all your past experiences are inside of this big box. You put the lid on top. And you put a fantastic, beautiful, brilliant bow, the biggest bow that you can imagine, which for sure goes behind you, around the present box of your past. So all your past in a box. Feel it behind you. Taking two steps forward, you recognize now the long path in front of you. This wonderful long path, which is your future. You can start seeing along this path whatever you want that happens here in two years. How do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to project for your future? 
breathe the consciousness of this future ahead of you, of this future in front of you. And find yourself along the path, all you things, all your things, all which belongs to your future. And now go up and being floating on top of your head, find this connection with your transcendence, with your higher self, with God, with your spirit, however you want to call it, you name it. Just experience a higher connection. Even if you don't believe in anything, just connect with the sky above you. Be conscious of this bigger position because the sky is bigger than you. Recognizing this position, the connection with all the universe and beyond to the spiritual flavor of your existence. And now from there, going within, find this consciousness of the connection with your own being with whoever you are, with this real identity, which is the reflection of your being, your terrestrial spirit, what we could call your soul. Feel your soul inside of you. This inner guidance always present if you want to listen. And now, feeling these positions we're going to go back and experience them again with their own qualities. So let's go back to your past, 
and inside of you, you are going to repeat after me. Looking behind, I am filled with gratitude. Looking behind, I am filled with gratitude. Looking behind, I am filled with gratitude. Looking behind, I'm filled with gratitude. Looking behind, I am filled with gratitude. Looking behind, I'm filled with gratitude. And recognize how your past gets filled with gratitude. And now, looking forward, you are going to repeat after me. Looking forward, I am filled with a great vision. Looking forward, I am filled with a great vision. Looking forward, I am filled with a great vision. Looking forward, I am filled with a great vision. And feel this position of looking into your future while you repeat again, looking forward, I am filled with a great vision. Looking forward, I'm filled with a great vision. And now, going up, like looking at the sky, like being in connection with your higher self, your spirit, God. You repeat after me. Looking upwards, I am filled with strength. Looking upward, I'm filled with strength. Looking upwards, I am filled with strength. Looking upward, I'm filled with strength. And again, this inner, this upper connection with your higher spirit, I am filled. Looking upwards, I am filled with strength. Looking upward, I am filled with strength. And now, inside of you, in connection with your own terrestrial identity, with the mirror and the reflection of your real nature, In connection with your soul, you repeat, looking within, I discover peace. 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 Peace. Looking within, I discover peace. And 
and you remain for a moment in this experience of inner peace. With this deep consciousness that when you are in peace, you're integrating all positions. You are in peace with your past. You are in peace with your future. You are in peace with God. You are in peace with heaven and earth. You are in peace with yourself. Remain for a moment in this wonderful inner peace. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you, Heidi. It was a nice journey. So when people want to discover inner peace, they can come back to your exercise and do it over and over again. I feel in me a difference from before and now. I think it's also reflecting in my voice. I feel it lower and more quiet. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for experiencing this with me. So in the second part of our transmission, we would like to talk about the Budapest Conference, the first European Integral Conference in Budapest. Because so far, um, the main, let's say, headquarter of Integral Theory and Practice was in America. Many important people in America, they bring the subject out and we learn from them. And in so far, it was some nucleus of work, integral work in Spain. You did it, um, Raquel. That was in Germany. It was in Denmark and it was in Hungary. And Benze Gandhi from Hungary decided to with a group of you. It was Miriam from Netherlands, there was Kevin from France, there was you, and who else was there? Um, also Dennis Whitbrook from Dennis Germany. Whitbrook from Germany. And these five people, for a year or so, they prepared... Belsi Ganti from, from Hungary. Yes, from Hungary. They prepared for a whole year this event, the first big event for whole Europe. And People were invited. The idea was to gather what is out in Europe of integral thought leadership. 
who is implementing integral worldview in their activities. There were people talking about health medicine, about politics, about education, about psychology, about even critics, uh, about what else was there? Oh, I, I can say the whole range of... All kinds of fields, you know, and also politics, which was very interesting. Yeah, and also politics. Alternatives to integral vision, like critics, also. but constructive critics. And yeah. There were, I think, 120 contributors uh, having 20 minutes, uh, like in TED Talk, 20 minutes presentations or having um, workshops. I did a workshop, for instance, and Raquel, you did a presentation and a workshop too, didn't you? So it was a very rich program. You, you had a problem to choose where to go, you know. <laughs> it was so That's many fine. interesting things. And many things were parallel, so you couldn't really go to everything. But you know, this is one thing, the information we got. The other thing, the very big thing, was the atmosphere of this conference. And this where the feminine comes in. It was created by Ben Ziganti and his team, many Hungarians uh, of his school, many volunteers who worked there. More than 50, all, What? More than 50. More than 50, yeah. And they were all the time friendly and so available, you know, it was quiet atmosphere and it is like these people created for us a safe container where we just could stay and be happy, be awake, be joyful. This was, the atmosphere was of peace, of this inner peace you were describing and you were leading us in your exercise. I felt it all the time from the very beginning. There was no bad talk, no, you know, criticism behind the, the, the back. It was openness, friendliness, and naturalness. Yes, you know, yes. you could approach people and you always found a human being, a real human being, and not somebody who tries to be somebody else. And this was for me the big, 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 big experience. And I say it is feminine because we were all creating connection. And one of the feminine qualities, as we saw in previous episodes, was the ability to connect, to go into connection. And this mm -hmm. was really the case there. I wonder how you felt that. Uh, this, this is fantastic. I love what you're saying, uh, Heidi, because it gives me this idea, like what you started uh, talking about this and you talked about the United States, okay? It's very interesting because uh, Ken Wilber has all, Ken Wilber and his, I mean his theory, has always been kind of uh, criticized as to being too masculine. And we could say that surely it has been created, this theory, in the United States, and therefore we could say that now, with this that you are saying, and, and, and which I also experienced 100%, like exactly like you're saying, now we can say that we have created this connecting bridge 
between the United States and Europe. And then we could say the United States is the masculine and Europe is the feminine. And then we could make a beautiful marriage <laughs> here that would bring some offsprings, no? That would bring some children, beautiful children, uh, which will be productive and useful for the world. Because surely the world will benefit very much with this integral consciousness, with this integral theory applied in all these different fields. So seeing all the beauties that at the conference have happened, you know, the only thing I can have is hope, a great, great hope and a great, great consciousness of something is really moving. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far to say the American part is masculine and Europe is the feminine. Um, it is true that everything came out of the theory. And for many, many years now, we are trying to bring the theory into our really lived life. And often, the, I, I observed it in the German uh, conferences. I went there from, I think, 2000 on every year. At the beginning, we were very much concerned about theory, and we were always talking, you know, the rational mind was on. And during the years, it has softened. We came more into experience and into living what the theory tells us. And for me, this European conference was really big, big, big step into really living the theory, bring it down to earth, embody it. And it was very helpful, for instance, that there was a mixture between theoretical talks, workshops, and then community events. There was, for instance, this one event, you will see it on Facebook, many little videos also of that, when we went out to have the goulash party on a big, big, big lawn, <laughs> <laughs> where the goulash was cooked in, in big, big pots on real fire. And then in the middle there was a big fire and people danced around it. We yeah. were uh, taught some Hungarian dances. And, you know, you must imagine about 200 people dancing around the fire. Yeah. How exciting it was yeah. with this music. It was, yeah. yeah, it was an interior experience really of, of, of one of these ah, very big ones. And this then, we could take another day to, to, to the mental stuff, you know. We were still in this field of expansion and of awe and of deep experience. And so we could perceive the talks in a different way. At least for me, it was like this. And mm. for me, this ex this um, conference was a perfect combination between the feminine energies and the masculine energies. Yeah, yeah, for me, for me too, for me too. But I was just look like uh, abundant in what you said about that you felt a lot of energy feminine. Uh, I mean, a lot of feminine energy uh, because. It is true that it was, if I have to take an average sensation, you know, to make an average of all the sensations I've had during the conference, it is true that it's the feminine energy, the one that I would 
express and feel and, and reconnect and choose. See? It's the average sensation was that it was a feminine encounter in the sense that uh, it had this quality, even though it was an integral experience, surely, but an integral experience from the feminine, uh, coming from the feminine energy of this naturalness, this togetherness, this connecting, this creating a powerful we among just this loving nature and caring nature of all of us. We were caring for each other. I, I remember while we were eating together in this big, not only the goulash party, but also the everyday lunches and dinners in these big uh, tables where everyone was sitting with everyone. And we were really connecting. And like you said, I liked it when you said, connecting with another human being, not with a person that wants to show me something or wants to sell me their model. No, it was firstly the human being there. So it was really, really wonderful. I, I, I do appreciate a lot what Ben Seganti and Dennis Whitrock and Hannah Hunder, that, by the way, uh, we can introduce now that Hannah Hundorf is going to be with us next week, isn't it? Yeah, in, in two uh, weeks. We have no, in two the next event, Tuesday this time, uh, the 3rd of June, probably at 12 o'clock. You will get the notification when you have subscribed to our, uh, to our circles. Yeah, and coming back to that, I think this, when we talk about naturalness, you know, in the encounter, there was so many embraces, so many, you know, touching each other without this normal sexual thing, oh, what does he mean, and so on. No, it was just this openness of heart and where the embracing of another person is normal. Yes. Yes, oh, very good, yes, it's true, it's true. Imagine that one of the biggest, biggest moments for me was this constellation, European constellation, that in the Facebook you can see many pictures of that, going around and around. We were moving like creating a spiral galaxy. It was absolutely beautiful. We did several parts, but before even your husband ha, was present making this constellation because it was so beautiful when America sat down in front of uh, an empty chair asking, Europe, who are you? That was beautiful. And then, Europe, who are you? And then your husband sat down in the chair also to ask the same question as an American. Europe, who are you? And then... Yeah. And then it was nicely done because we all gathered, every nation gathered together. We found each other. The Germans found each other, the Hungarians, the Czech, uh, the Swedish, the Finnish, the French, the Spanish. Who else was there? Netherlands was there, Denmark was there, Poland, Russia, Slovakia. Slovakia. Yeah, they, uh, Bulgaria was there too. We gathered each group 
in a place where we would be on the map right. of Europe, you know. And then there were some exercises about our identity as a, as a nation. It was very nicely guided and very impressive. Yeah, very, very good. And, and then looking for the identity of Europe, everyone was sitting in that chair saying different things about what they thought Europe was. And that was fantastic. And then when we finally worked out the identity of every country inside of Europe, then do you remember that when we started the spiral yeah. to, to, to walk all together by the hands, then we finally got united by this wonderful song, just the art, yeah. the art, united Europe. Wait a minute, but it was nice before that every group, national group, sang a song which seemed uh, important to them. And then we walked around and all these songs of the different nations, they mixed with each other. And you, you could hear that they were not hindering, they were not competing, but they could mix in a big, 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 you know, <laughs> cluster of sounds. And then at the end there came the resolution. We sort of found automatically a song we all sang together. And then was the thing with the spiral where we all came together. So the, the nations uh, dissolved into a big, 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 let's say, spiral. Yeah, like uh, we all went together. There was no distinction anymore. And we all sang the same little song. And this was so... Exciting, really. You had a feeling what it means to not lose your national identity by coming together and form a bigger unit all together. That was my feeling of that. Sure, sure, sure. It's like we all can be together and at the same time maintaining the individuality. So that's, you know, the four quadrants. We can recognize the collective and we can recognize the individual in the same reality together. So not be afraid of losing our identity as countries, but on the contrary, it's like enhancing precisely the differences and, and enriching ourselves with all the beauty that there is in our individualities as countries and as persons of those countries and then getting together in something richer that can really flow and evolve. So it's, it's wonderful. It was a very, very great experience. Oh, and Heidi, how about the beautiful thing we sang together also with Paula Suarez from Portugal, the one that, that song you created with her that we sang there? It was like a little, how do you call that, uh, the experience? We call it canon. We sang the canon together. Canon. The integral yeah. canon, right. The integral canon. It was very nice you too. We sing it here for the listeners. Okay, okay. It's a Let's canon. Do you begin? Okay. Uh -huh. Hey ho, come and join the flow. Hearts and minds connect. Come and join the flow. Hearts and minds connecting. Intercourse here. Intercourse here. 
Hearts and minds connecting. Hearts and minds connecting. Join the flow. Hearts and minds connecting and flow. Integral is here. Integral is here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it, it works via Google Hangout if we really uh, combined with our <laughs> with the time or if it is a little bit delay. I've never done that together. It doesn't matter because at least they got the flavor of it. Anyway, there were moments when the whole group was singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but how, how do you call that? that? It has it has a name. How do you call that experience? Um, oh, a flash mob. No? Flash mob experience. Yeah. A flash mob. It was like a flash mob. Everyone singing together, you know, spontaneously. Yeah. And uh, oh, when when Ken Ken Wilbur remember when Ken Wilbur connected through the telephone talking after his presentation on a video, he connected live through the telephone and uh, we all of a sudden started singing that. It was beautiful so he could hear it too. <laughs> yeah. So what I would like to demonstrate with that to our watchers and listeners that Integral theory is not only theory, but it can be very alive. First, we need to understand a little bit what it is about and why you should learn about it, you know, because it gives a bigger understanding of what life really is. And when you have understood it mentally, then there comes the next big step to integrate it in our life. And integral theory is around, let's say, about 30 years in development all the time. And it's now the time that we really are able to integrate it in our life and become integral or integrated beings. Practitioners, practitioners. <laughs> and this conference was a very, very, very big example, a very, let's say, the beginning point for a new era in people, um, for people who are interested in bringing ahead the world in some way, you know, developing themselves and also being part of enhancing the world, solution for world problems. And they can be found or at least began, begin in this sort of a worldview because it is all embracing, it is open mm -hmm. and it allows us to explore in a systematic way mm -hmm. the possibilities which we have to go ahead. So very, very nice. I, for, for the end I would still say we, you didn't come with us but after the conference we did three days uh, with a bus going around Hungary. Yeah. Went to some sacred place. I missed it. It's a pity I missed it, really. Yeah. But I could and I had to work, really. Yeah, and it but was such a big was, experience also there. Big experience of connection. We were less people, about 60 people, all together in one bus. But you know, the, the depth of connection, it was even more possibility to be together and to live together deep experiences without 
talking really much about theory, but really living life profoundly, living the experience wow. profoundly. Wow. I'm How? still, I mean, I'm home almost a week now, but I'm still filled of this atmosphere of gratitude, of fullness, of very, 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 very fulfilling experiences. And wow. of having been able to connect with people really from heart to heart. And wow. the gratitude very much to Benze and his team and to everybody who contributed to this conference. There were really a lot of people without payment. They really worked sure. really, really, really hard who made it possible for us all to have such a profound experience. And I'm looking forward to it yeah. next time. <laughs> I would feel like to end up this connection today, how about if we give all these wonderful people, Bense and Dennis and Hannah and Ors and all the volunteers, a great big, big hand to finish today this encounter. Mm -hmm. Okay? You feel so? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, and also to you, you have listened and watched our episode today. I really would encourage you, go and check out Ken Wilber. Don't begin with the big books, because they might be a little bit uh, difficult, but there is a small, let's say, popular book. It is called Visions. No vision. Yeah, Integral Vision, and you will find the quadrants there and a good explanation for for uh, overview what it is it will be enough and then later you might be excited as we were when we first came around this these ideas at least i was i thought oh, the world was opening up i finally understood why the world is as it is mm -hmm. without needing to fight against what is but just understanding it you might have the same experience when you begin to dive into these integral thoughts into the map of reality, which Ken Wilbert so graciously outlined for us all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So thank, thank you, you to the watchers, to the listeners, and thank you to you, Raquel. Mm -hmm. And we will see uh, in two weeks. Would you like to uh, add something? Uh, nothing. That Thank you to all the listeners and the future listeners. And that uh, I agree 100% that the integral map of, uh, of integral theory. It's absolutely fantastic to recognize how wonderful life is and how wonderful life could be if we have more consciousness of all this integrality. Okay, so thank you very much, Heidi, for inviting me. Bye-bye.